Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, it was our monthly Woman in Supply Chain episode. I spoke to the wonderful Laura Ciceri, founder of Supply Chain Insights, all about her incredible career so far. From working across software, marketing, and research for big industry names like Procter & Gamble to Kraft, we talked about her passion for research, the books she's written, and the future of supply chain. It was a great episode. Laura is an amazing women, woman doing amazing things in this industry, so I really hope that you enjoyed it. But as always, if you missed it, you can catch up now over on letstalksupplychain.com forward slash podcast, and it was episode 191. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. E2Open is an end-to-end -end supply chain software platform helping the largest companies in the world with the most complex supply chains in the world. They are partnering with their customers on collaboration, visibility, network connectivity, and handling disruptions. And they see that the ultimate value lies in people and meeting their needs. That's why they partner with their customers. If you are looking for an end-to-end -end supply chain solution, check out e2open.com. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. We are getting into the month of April and spring is in the air and I just can't wait for warmer weather and uh, just what's to come for the summer. Today, I'm excited to welcome a business that has earned a reputation as a first choice digital marketing agency for major brands, including McKesson, Dell, and LinkedIn. Serving companies in the B2B technology, healthcare, and services industries, as well as B2C companies operating online over the past 20 years, they've developed some tried and tested insights and methodologies for tackling the most challenging digital marketing and PR challenges. Who is it? I'll reveal all after our question of the week. So the question of the week was, which industry events and conferences will you be attending in 2021? I piped in and said that I was a part of the Demand Driven Technologies User Conference. I will be a part of Imagine in September. Super excited about that. Plus, I will be joining Guillermo of um, Parnity for some of his amazing conferences coming up. He's got, in May, he's got an international event for freight forwarders with great lectures and thousands of one-on-one -on -one meetings. That's at forwardersconference.com. Procurement Foundry says, we recently announced the dates for our latest event, Forge Digital Futures. There, we're excited to bring you this virtual event designed to help you uncover and put into play cutting edge tools and technologies advancing procurement and Puga says, good question. We have not figured it out yet. I am still learning on how this whole virtual conference is working. How is everyone exhibiting? How are visitors prospects stopping by? And how are these folks engaging? 
and demand-driven technologies came back and said that they had a fantastic three-day event. So, so many different events happening right now. We're looking at hybrid conferences, some in-person, some still virtual, and I think we're going to see that through 2022. But thank you so much for everybody who stopped by and answered the question of the week. We do that every single Wednesday on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and now we are doing it on Clubhouse as well. That's right. We have a room on Clubhouse under the Let's Talk Supply Chain Club at noon Eastern on every single Wednesday and Friday. But on Wednesdays, we are talking about the question of the week. So hopefully we will see you there soon. Now back to today's podcast and which leading digital marketing agency is joining me today? It is Top Rank Marketing. Established back in 2001, Top Rank's talented team of smart, creative, and results-focused digital marketing professionals work alongside their clients to achieve common goals and solve business challenges. Through a combination of content marketing, SEO, influencer marketing, and social media marketing expertise, they deliver impressive results. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have them on the show is we are going to be showcasing over the next couple of months what influencer marketing really means to you as a B2B business but even more importantly, as a supply chain business as well. That's right. They specialize in supply chain marketing, and they have gotten some amazing, amazing results. So super excited for that. Let's get to know Susan a little bit more uh, before we dive into what they do in supply chain. So as a proud founder and president of Top Rank Marketing, Susan helps B2B technology companies achieve their full funnel marketing goals. She is relentlessly dedicated to helping brands move from chest-pounding self-promotion to honest and meaningful conversations with their communities in a way that ultimately guides their buyers' journeys. Her team is focused on leading the industry with optimized influencer-integrated content marketing programs that build brand awareness, increase meaningful engagement, guide target audiences to significant calls to action. On a daily basis, Susan works with her team to ceaselessly d demonstrate top rank values of truth, high impact results, and never ending learning. So welcome to the show, Susan. Sarah, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. I am so excited to have you here. I mean, some people might know that I worked in logistics, marketing, and sales for a number of years. And so I certainly know, you know, the challenges and the benefits that come along with it. And so I can't wait to dive into this slightly misunderstood industry with you today. But also, this is a kickoff to the campaign that we're going to be working on together. And so, so, so many amazing things kind of tucked into this one little episode. Perfect. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's bring Kick Arse Marketing to the supply chain world. Let's do it. So <laughs> you've had a pretty amazing career in B2B marketing. Can you take us back to the beginning? Like what was your, what has your journey looked like? How and why did you come to found Top Rank Marketing? Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I used to work client side. So I was like many marketers within um, B2P supply chain um, marketing. And um, primarily, I was working with B2B tech companies. 
and doing a lot of like storage technology back in the day and, you know, running the marketing departments. And I thought, hey, you know, I, I have this little entrepreneurial bug. Let's go out and see what we can do uh, with my team and bring creative programs for these B2B tech companies that get results and results right. meaning, you know, uh, top of funnel. I want to build awareness uh, as a B2B tech brand or I need more engagement. I need to be talking and dialoguing because these are longer sales cycles or yep. even bottom of funnel where, gosh, I, you know, my metric of success is downloads so that I can capture names and then remarket. So any yeah. of those types of success metrics are where we work, what I had envisioned. And, and then I launched Top Rank Marketing 20 years ago. Ah. Wow, that <laughs> is awesome. And especially, you know, in supply chain, all of those things that you listed are extremely, extremely important and very misunderstood. Uh, because a very traditional industry, I know you're focused on technology, but coming from logistics and 3PL side, you know, it's a very traditional industry where I think only maybe, uh, you know, five, six, seven years ago, people were wondering why they needed a website still, yeah. <laughs> um, which, which is crazy to think about because how far we've come into 2021. So then let's talk about top rank. Tell us all about what you do and how do you help your customers? Oh, great. Thank you for giving me the floor here. I'd love to love to talk about top rank and 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 really what our focus is is to help B2B clients, um, many of whom sell technology, um, services and so forth, help them guide their buying customers journey. So we're really looking at how are you attracting your audience, building awareness, making them understand what you are all about, your value proposition, and then figuring out, right, what channels are they spending time in and how do you reach them in those channels? So social media channels or websites or offline channels like events. We work on then putting together the plans to engage those prospective buyers. And ultimately, you know, we're all here because we have to be focused on some type of conversion. Are we trying to get them into an yeah. opt-in? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, we need to, you know, ultimately, everything needs to lead to some type of MQL or marketing qualified lead that can convert to a sale. So... So I was, on, I was on a call the other day uh, and, you know, we're all on Zoom these days and I have this big squiggly painting behind me and the gentleman stopped me halfway through the call and said, oh, I just realized that squiggly painting, it's actually a face. So, so you know, it's a bunch of squiggles and somebody might see the squiggles, but if you spend time looking at the squiggles, you can see a face emerge and ultimately that's part of what we do. We look at this marketing landscape that can be very chaotic, very squiggly, and we try to bring clarity to where marketers should go and what they should do, kind of give marketing a face, if you will. I love that. What a great analogy. I mean, I don't even know if we have to do the rest of this interview because you have me sold. <laughs> But, um, you know, we do need to go on because I want to learn so, so much more. And I know our audience is going to want to learn a lot more because, you know, marketing is one of those things where some people look at it as a cost center. Some people look at it as an as an investment center. Um, and I think, you know, the way you're positioning yourselves, the way that you help your customers is truly innovative. And so you mentioned that you founded Top Rank 20 years ago. I mean, first of all, congratulations on that milestone. But 
my goodness, I mean, things have changed over those 20 years. So why don't you paint us a picture? How has marketing evolved? How has the relationship between marketing and the supply chain industry changed? Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, first of all, thank you. 20 years of anything positive can be a massive accomplishment. So um, so I'll take that. Um, you know, really, you know, at the end of the day, we all do some form of research every day, whether it was 20 years ago, five years ago, yesterday, or today. We all consume content, video, yeah. audio. It's just different True. degrees and in different channels. So, okay, let. how about Sarah? Let's play verbal word find. Words at the beginning of our careers that we would never fathom, never have fathomed saying. I'll start. Websites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, this this actually is going to date us, but okay. I'll play along. Okay. I don't know. I don't. Well, I think that the word supply chain was invented before I started. <laughs> <laughs> um, but maybe no, because cell phones were around. Now you put me on the spot. Ooh. <laughs> but I think influencer, like social yeah. media influencer. Right on. Yeah. Social media. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yep. Google. Google. Marketing tech stack. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, or ABM, like Accomplice Marketing. Did you talk about technology in the 1990s? No, <laughs> in fact, it's so it funny. Because <laughs> I, I, I was more of a citizen developer at my, my first job. I was like, oh, the World Wide Web gopher. And I made our first company's website and intranet me, right? You know, I'm like, I'm a coder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was still using typewriters up until like 2000 and something. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, my boss back in the day said, you don't even need a computer. <laughs> the world has changed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We need to adapt. But it's funny that you say that, like, in the supply chain industry, just, you know, the you know, the growth hasn't been um, kind of the same as many other B2B, you know, types of um, marketing um, industries even. You know, five years ago, they started building websites. So so they're just trying to catch up with how their consumers are consuming. Yes. And they're, they're especially on the 3PL side, and I'll just make reference to that because that's the world that I grew up in, but especially on the 3PL side, they are, you know, they, they're behind in marketing. Um, up until recently, I think it hasn't been something that they've really understood and how powerful it could be. Um, and so I think they get sometimes really torn. You know, where do we where do we put some of our cash? Is that into marketing or is that into technology? Do you get that a lot? Oh, gosh. You know, um, we tend to, you know, a lot of the marketers, especially in B2B, who are even selling a technology are usually a little more forward thinking. Right. They kind of know True. where they want to go. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, budget allocation is always an issue. You know, do mm -hmm. I spend it more on LinkedIn or do I spend it on influencers or yeah. should I do this snail mail? Yeah, 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 exactly. Because I think, you know, and I'm going to reference Sarah Scudder here. I don't know if you know her, but she's all about print marketing. And um, she's actually been putting out some interesting stats about direct mail. But what I do want to set up is that you and I are going to be doing a webinar all about this coming up where everybody can get the inside scoop into all of these things that we're talking about today. But today we are focusing on top rank. 
And so my next question for you is, you know, there was an explosion in social media, right? It changed everything. It brought influencers to the forefront, particularly in the past few years, you know, and they've really formed a big part of consumer marketing. But what I'm really interested in is how does that translate to our industry? Because many B2B marketers are warming up to influencer marketing, right? Although many still do remain hesitant. So tell us about this new trend and the benefits businesses could see by running an influencer marketing campaign, because this is something that you do at top rank and you do it very, very well. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and, and I understand where marketers are, you know, having a tough time trying to decide what to adapt um, as a new, you know, kind of marketing technique or strategy. I mean, I myself am a laggard. When LinkedIn came out back in the day, even some <laughs> of my prospects were talking to me about it. And I said, yeah, I haven't even tried it yet. <laughs> but now I'm there. So, um, so okay, if you're looking for, Sarah, you know, some type of home improvement, like uh, I'm going to lay down a new wood floor or put in a new front door, or, or you're looking for a, micro, a microwave, who, who do you trust more and add that pops up on your phone. And by the way, mm -hmm. if you're talking about a microwave, you're going to get ads on your on your phone because unless you've turned right. everything off in settings, they're listening. They. Right. Um, or, right. yeah, a friend. You're at a barbecue. We don't have to wear masks anymore. And they're talking about this just amazing microwave. Who do you, who do you trust more? Right. The ad exactly. or the barbecue I mean, you, you trust your neighbor. You trust your friend. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so ultimately, that friend is influencing your decision. And it's a bold and powerful approach um, to be influenced in a way that's conversational. You know, it's not like that friend is pushing that microwave on you. They're just telling you about their experience. Mm -hmm. And that, yes, is really, that's an influencer marketing at its essence. Now, it's a bit more subtle uh, in B2B and technology and, you know, longer sales cycles, like within the supply chain. Many of these influencers, like you, right, you're a visionary. Uh, you need to be very careful about being perceived as someone who's hawking someone's products for a buck. So these influencers right. are all yeah, speaking, they need to maintain a sense of authority and autonomy to be credible. So you can partner um, with these influencers. They'll partner with B2B companies to help position a market and even position your company and your offerings within a space via a public conversation. So, you know, there's yeah. all kinds of fun conversations within supply chain marketing where there are specialists or or visionaries like um, uh, data security and governance. Um, you know, there's very horizontal yeah. data security professionals. Yeah. And then there's very, uh, you know, specific influencers who they get security around track and trace or smart packaging or next gen RFID. Yeah. Um, so, so partnering with these influencers to have a conversation around, for example, um, virtual technology or augmented reality. Um, some, you know, supply chain professionals are adopting uh, this type of technology to onboard new workers through these immersive experiences, like on-the-job training um, in a safe environment. So they won't put them out and start picking and packing until, you know, they've gone through the training. <laughs> and so that lends itself to 
a framework of influencers who potentially know the supply chain, know a warehouse, understand augmented reality. Those are three different types of influencers who we can build a very creative and meaningful conversation around without saying, hey, buy my product. We're bringing ultimate value to their potential buyers who now spend a lot of time researching before they ultimately pull the trigger and buy. Yeah. So you could yes, as so yeah, true. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could beat your chest and say, uh, my product is the best, right? Which is advertising, right? You know, and it's okay. It works. And or you could partner with smart thinkers like influencers and bring very, you know, visionary stories to the market to increase your reach to a wider audience who ideally they're reaching in partnership with you. Yeah. Long story. Yeah. And I think, you know, the other, you know, I think that that was great. And I think the other thing to mention is they're also providing you with a platform yeah. and unique pieces of content to you, your company, your organization, your product specifically that you're not going to get anywhere else unless you do partner with influencers. But again, we're going to be talking a lot more about this in our, in our upcoming webinar webinar. So I think, you know, I, I think part of the, the theme in this conversation today is around change, right? Marketing is changing. Mm -hmm. It's asking businesses to change, but so many B2B brands, especially in supply chain, are almost allergic to change. Although I think this last year has probably thrown so many supply chain companies into change that I don't know if that's that's a very true statement. But how do we influence the market? How, how do we influence our peers and encourage this idea that change and innovation is the future? Yeah, I guess, you know, I, I, I understand the concept of change, but really if you break it down to the, to the fundamentals, um, buyers within the supply chain, do they not read? Do they not watch video? Do they not listen? I mean, if they don't, then then we've really got to think about this. But if they do, then then really the change is not that profound. There's different right. channels. Um, you know, this word influencer, you know, someone to partner with, it doesn't have to be scary. Um, but, you know, it's really like, let's stick to the fundamentals. I have an offer. I should have a creative message and be confident about that. I need to bring that to my audience in some way. If we stick to the fundamentals, there should be nothing to be allergic to. Or, or am, I, am I not perceiving this correctly? No, absolutely. You're, you're completely right. I think it's really around mindset. Mm -hmm. and how we think about it. And I think, you know, that leads me into my next question because sometimes marketing is an area that's you know, always walking some somewhat of a tightrope, right? It can make a huge different to, difference to brands' visibility, like we've talked about, uh, to the leads coming in, and then ultimately to profit. But it's often seen as a big cost center, like I had, I had spoken about at the top of this interview, and sometimes, you know, marketing professionals are having to constantly justify that existence. And I think, you know, obviously with the pandemic um, and COVID that's happened in the last year, um, that's really highlighted, right, marketing dollars. And where do we put our marketing dollars, right? We didn't have conferences that we could go to and put marketing dollars. We saw a really big transition into digital marketing. So what have you seen this past year? What have you seen from some of your customers or what have you seen for top rank itself? Have you seen a little bit of a mixed bag where people are like all in on marketing or no marketing? What, what have you seen? 
Yeah, first of all, thank you for bringing up the concept of mindset, because I think you're right on. Um, I follow Lisa Sasevich, who is just this premier salesperson, and she's talked about, gosh, how now schools, grade schools, um, they're teaching mindset to children, which I think is right. fantastic. You know, we have malleable um, mindsets, and when we do, we can think and back up, and we can see the face through the squiggles a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, so being in B2B tech, we're kind of in this unique space. Uh, definitely when there's a downturn, we might feel a blip like in Marvel where like half the human population disappeared, but they come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so these budgets <laughs> might, <laughs> I'm so geeky. <laughs> uh, I love it. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> right? It's Because I watch all of those movies. <laughs> But yeah, these budgets can disappear like the blip. Um, what we are, we, we've had the blessing to really work with uh, marketers who have the right mindset. And it's tough to change your mindset. You know, the tendency is to buckle down, get scared, you know, save dollars, which is all, um, I, I honor all of that. What we've experienced, though, is um, after a little bit of a buckle downing, if you will, these B2B clients come back to us and say, I'm ready. There's white space. Everybody else is buckle downing. Time for me to penetrate and go hard and go like, you know, really penetrate the market. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they double down and triple down. They invest more deeply, but they're very cautious and they have had a massive impact because they took advantage of, of, you know, what was happening in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I'm on a, a board of directors for FIT, the Forum for International Trade Training, and uh, Leslie used to be our chair. And she always said, in a downturn, she doubles down on marketing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's- absolutely, hands down, it's the best thing that she's ever done for her business. Yeah. And yeah. she's in HR tech. So, you know, I think I think it just goes to show, like you said, the mindset, how we're looking at it. Um, obviously, you know, there's people that you know we need to to think about upstream um, mm-hmm. that potentially don't have a marketing background, but it's all in how you set the tone and how you have that conversation. So, what's some advice, you know, on how businesses can really utilize marketing to help continue to weather that storm, right, or or to double down? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I mean, I firmly believe any kind of business has a profound story. Um, You know, it's just it's how you how you perceive what you do and how you make your story profound. So uh, if you believe it can be profound, then we might we might just take a break, take a pause, take a beat, be deliberate about how are you crafting that story and gets outside of your own head so that you can shift your, your mindset, you know, um, with marketers, especially in tech and B2B, it's feeds and speeds. It's, you know, here, here's my timeline and, and, and how I deliver rather than um, here's this profound, meaningful uh, concept that is related to what I do and why it's meaningful to you. But if we can right. take, t- yeah, take a break, really think about how to craft that story then think about like the cadence of that story. How's it delivered? How often? Who we invite to tell that story with? Influencers, potentially. Um, 
how and where we tell that story then will just kind of naturally evolve. And again, then you, you kind of see the face out of the squiggle. So take a moment, step back, kind of look at that funny squiggly, you know, marketplace and, and think, just know, right? Have that mindset. I have a pro profound story and, and I need to spend the time on allowing that to surface and then bring that forward into the market. And it'll be just like yeah. a massive shift in how you think. Yeah, we I are think a new also, world. you know, what's your goal? Yeah, yeah. Our goal and, from, and I, I also, you know, go ahead. Oh, our goal from top rank marketing standpoint? Or, no, oh, no, you no, mean no. I, as a marketer, I mean, yeah. You know, yeah, as a marketer, what are your goals, right? Are you looking at brand awareness? Are you yeah. looking at lead generation? Are you looking at a campaign that starts with brand awareness and then transitions into lead generation? And what kind of content do you need for that? And where do you, you know, what kind of content do you want to produce that's going to help elevate that message and help, help elevate and reach those goals for you? So all amazing and important advice. And I'm, you know, I'm just so glad that you shared that with us. So I want to know, and I'm sure most of my audience wants to know right now, who is your ideal client for top rank? Because I know, you know, you've worked with some of the, some really impressive brands like LinkedIn, HP, Dell, Adobe. Do you exclusively work with large enterprise businesses? What does that ideal client look like? Uh, no, uh, no. So large enterprises for sure. Um, mid-market, uh, even some SMBs, you know, if you're kind of like in your first round of funding, we're probably not the best fit for you. Um, but just to build on, on what you were saying um, a little bit ago, you know, in terms of knowing what your goals are, we, we love that. But honestly, it's kind of atypical, even in speaking with very tenured markers, uh, marketers, markers, marketers who use markers. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, what are your goals? Is it top, middle, bottom, or funnel? Is it awareness? Is it, um, you know, I need to have downloads for this report? And it is shocking how long these conversations can be. So it fundamentally, we have to back up and, and start talking about, like you said, the user journey. Do we start with awareness and then we move into some type of engagement and we measure that with impressions yeah. on page, time on page, and then ultimately we need downloads. So I think uh, in terms of my favorite type of client, that doesn't need to be in place and it very rarely is. But I do right. um, appreciate, yeah, working with clients who can, who can work with us to get clear um, in an expeditious manner. We live in a, a world that changes, you know, on a dime. <laughs> um, so we do need to make quick decisions and, and look at kind of how we're moving forward with potentially a pilot. Um, let's get this in place. Let's all agree to focus and not change midstream. We've got an offer. We've got a single target. We've got a creative story. And here's how we're doing it. And committing right up front, like when we launch a program uh, in week two, we're looking at what are our KPIs? How do we have access to analytics? Do we have UTM codes? Get all of that in place because we are committed to measuring. So when we know, when we get to the end of the pilot, did we achieve the results that we wanted to achieve or not? And then we've got data to move forward. Mm -hmm. Gosh, now how do we uh, move forward? So right. my ideal client doesn't have to have everything in order, but if they've got the mindset to be able to go, I can get something pen to paper here relatively quickly as a partner and we can move forward, then that that's a great client. Love that. And I, I love how you conceptualize that for somebody in the audience who's really trying to figure out whether, 
you know, they would be the right fit for you and how you work with your clients. And I, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that they don't have to be at a certain stage yeah. in their, you know, marketing goals and things like that, but that they can work with you for clarity. So I like that. Well, now we're into the, my most favorite part of the interview. And because you have so many amazing clients, I'm guessing you have some killer case studies. So can you give us a real life example of how Top Rank has helped a key customer? So what was the challenge that they came to you with? What was the solution you provided? And what was the impact or ROI on that? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, we help so many B2B companies, uh, many with tech. Um, you know, they all have amazing stories, but there is a red thread, you know, that tends to run through these stories because I believe, um, you know, we, we specialize here at Top Rank in optimized influencer integrated content marketing that gets results. Now, if you're outside of those needs and you want to do event marketing or really massive paid programs that require a platform, then we, you know, really encourage you to find another provider who is an expert in that space. So um, back to what we do in terms of that optimized influencer integrated content marketing, our goal is to make uh, clients more findable, credible, and shareable. And if we can um, document a user journey where we hit those goals, then that's a success. And really, um, most of our programs actually um, end up, you know, kind of hitting on those KPIs. Like, uh, here, here's a success um, to us, is if a client starts with a pilot, you know, and that could be a campaign where we've got a three to four month, you know, campaign, the typical, you know, marketing campaign or a series, like maybe it's an eight month pilot where we've got a series. We've got a cast of influencer characters. Every month it's a new episode and we're deploying different types of messaging month over month and we've attached our KPIs. Many of those clients after a, a pilot, they'll grow to, for example, we've got one client who now has two groups of influencers. Um, both 50 each. So one's a group of sales influencers, one's a group of marketing influencers, and they sell a, a technology. So they've doubled and they've tripled down because they've seen the value of a pilot in terms of the reach and credibility. So, so that's not an atypical type of story. Um, the metrics across the board are different for every single client in every single space. But if they execute a pilot and then they see the value and they move into this ongoing um, type of program, that is a fun client to work with. They get it, but they didn't start there. They tried a pilot, we proved it all out, and then we grow with them incrementally year over year. That's amazing. And that must feel so good when you come to the end of a pilot and the customer just understands and is like, yes, let's go. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Kind of fun. We've got we've got clients that we've worked for for many many years. So my next question to you then, I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about the future now, right? Mm -hmm. So reflecting on some of the changes that we've seen in the past, throwing COVID in there, <laughs> what are what like are your predictions for what B two B marketing is going to look like over the next few years, and how is it going to continue to drive and deliver that value? Oh my gosh, it's so hard pre to predict, don't you think? Like even with new technologies like Clubhouse, like what, where did that come from? But um, I think I'm going to really love, you know, me being the laggard, kind of watching and then, you know, kind of dipping my toes in. But um, to see how unproven channels are maximized by B2B marketers. For example, 
um, I ran across Notion the other day. I was talking to a prospective client and one of their competitors are Notion. So they've got this do-it-yourself online software to help you create any type of project management process you want. Okay, one of the mm-hmm. subsegments that this technology appealed to was students. So these students are really citizen developers, like I was back in the day developing a website. I wasn't a real developer, but you know, um, they, so they have no dev training. And these students now are on TikTok. And what they're doing is they're showing how they're writing their mm-hmm. own code in Notion to organize their work. So TikTok, this community wow. is now, yeah, it's like GitHub for developers. And of course it's TikTok, so it's super mm-hmm. addicting. Who would have even thought, like I never recommend TikTok for my B2B clients, but here it's working in a profound way for Notion. It's driving mass client advocacy. And by the way, those clients are also now influencers for Notion. And that is a way to market. And who could who could have predicted that? Yes. I love that. And I'm so glad you brought up TikTok because we just started our TikTok, Let's Talk Supply Chain TikTok page back in October. And it was really to highlight the next generation of supply chain and what they're learning, what, what they, what their knowledge is, um, talking about different companies and how they see different companies and the solutions in the industry and stuff like that. So, you know, I can, I can see what TikTok can do for B2B. I know you said that that's not something, but but I'm glad that you shared that story because that's kind of the vision that I have for our TikTok as well. Yeah, for future audiences, you know, they're used to communicating in sound bites and they want to be entertained. Yeah, <laughs> so. Exactly, exactly. So finally then, uh, before we wrap up, what does the future hold for top rank marketing? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, I hope that, you know, we will have the privilege to be able to continue to help B2B, um, in large part, tech marketers, especially those working within the supply chain industry to just to really, we say, be the best answer, be findable via optimization, be credible by partnering with influencers and be shareable by penetrating the right communications channels and it could be TikTok. Uh, so, um, you know, just kind of more of the same, but very focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, I love talking about marketing. I mean, we don't do it all that often, but I think it's really important to keep reminding the industry that marketing really is a key tool. Mm-hmm. It needs attention, investment, and innovation just as much as any other business area. And the results speak for themselves. Good marketing can put your business firmly at the head of the pack. And again, I wanna let everybody know that this is just the beginning between myself and Top Rank Marketing. Susan and I are going to be doing all sorts of fun things over the next couple of months. So make sure to stay tuned and stay engaged because we have a lot more amazing things coming at you. So a big thank you to Susan for joining me on the show today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much. Let's do it again. (laughs) This episode was produced in collaboration with Border Buddy, the most innovative online customs platform out there. And here is what Graham, the founder of Border Buddy, has to say. More and more companies are looking to expand their reach into global markets, but most don't know where to start or don't have the time to figure it out. Border Buddy sees the struggle and has found a way for you to integrate customs into your e-commerce site, allowing you peace of mind when selling to customers in other countries. 
your customers will know exactly how much the costs are to import their order from you to their door in real time. And just imagine what that will do for your business and your sales. Visit us and sign up for 10% off your first clearance at borderbuddy.com slash let's talk supply chain. If you'd like to hear more, we have plenty more podcasts for you featuring the best and brightest in the industry. Head over to letstalksupplychain.com forward slash podcast to check out the latest. We also have a category filter so you can look up any company in any category of supply chain if you are looking for new solutions and if you're looking for more information. And remember to come back next week for a very special episode. I'll be switching it up and passing the hosting duties over to Jonathan of Verify. And I'll be featured as the guest in my role as founder and CEO of Ships. I'll be chatting to Jonathan about my background, how I came to found Ships, all the positives the platform is bringing to the market and the future for international shipping. It's going to be so much fun. So you definitely don't want to miss that. If you enjoy our show and our podcast, there's a few ways to support the show. You can follow us, follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can also subscribe to our newsletter over at letstalksupplychain.com or subscribe to Let's Talk Supply Chain on YouTube. Uh, next, visit ships.com, that's S-H-I-P-Z.com, and sign up. We are in full beta, and if you're a forwarder or shipper that wants to streamline the pricing of your air and ocean freight shipments, gain access to more choice worldwide, and utilize the best of data to reduce shipping risks, then you won't want to miss out on our platform. You can also find some really cool merch and purchase our exclusive supply chain dictionary in our shop at letstalksupplychain.com forward slash shop. And lastly, if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.